Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Baking Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. And uh, I know for those listening on the audio platform, this doesn't matter, but this feels very old school, Jay, in the way we're going about this. Uh, no video this week because technical issues suck, but we're back We're back on our old uh, way of doing this and, and it kind of feels right. Yeah, it is a little bit old school. I can't see you, which is disappointing. No YouTube just good for you. But uh, yeah, it sounds good. So that's what matters, right? It is a podcast. The vast majority of our listeners are listening on uh, on our on our podcast. So uh, priority always to the audio. So there you have it. So if you want to follow us on YouTube, you can youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast. We are getting ever closer to those 1000 subscribers we need um to start monetizing that page please 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 do that for us we would really appreciate it uh if you did uh but other social medias we're on tw- twitter tiktok instagram facebook threads at i'm fat pod we've got our merch shop i'm fat with a bunch of new designs so you want to check that out as well uh lots of good stuff on there i think we had what three new designs like two weeks ago and i think we've had yeah. maybe like seven or eight in this year at least so tons of good stuff, always being updated on I'mFatMerch.com. Uh, and all the classics are there as well. So stock up. And remember, anything there, you can get like in any color. You can get the you know classic cotton t-shirt. You can get the tri-blend. You can get tank tops. You can get tie-dyes. You can get hoodies, onesies for babies, phone cases, stickers. Any of our logos, you can pretty much get in any form you'd like. So jump on I'mFatMerch.com. Pick out exactly what you want. Jay, I want to get the fry bag shirt. Uh, with a purple background, cool. You can do that. You can do whatever you want on TeePublic uh, at I'mFatMerch.com. You can customize really down to the finest details. So go on there, do it, take advantage. And uh, at the same time, it's a great way to support the podcast. It really is. So first thing we should probably get to today is we actually saw each other a few hours ago. We did. <laughs> yeah, we were at... Uh, so. Everybody knows that I, I've mentioned that uh, Sam just moved into her place and that a ton of work on it. Today was the housewarming party. So both of our families came, friends came. So obviously you and Hope came, which was awesome and appreciated. And uh, it was a blast. Like for, for me specifically, like cool moments. Like it was the first time both of our families had met. So that was a big thing. Um, like my brother got like Shane got to hang out with, with everybody and get to talk to everybody and pl- even play bags a little bit. So that there was good food, uh, you know, stuff that either was made or like, uh, brought in from different places. So it was, it was a, uh, a full party and, uh, I'm definitely happy with how it turned out. It was just, it was a lot of fun to be there and to meet everybody. I'd met Sam, um, once or twice, you know, we, I met her in like weird circumstances. The first time was my birthday, yeah. which was crazy packed. And we were at Gallop and Ghost. So like everybody was kind of on their own throughout Gallop and Ghost, like kind of doing their own thing. So no time to really socialize there. And then the other was our Uncle Bud's broadcast where Rick, you know me when I get into like 
working mode or I get like a little yep. bit of stress or anxiety about that stuff, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm in my own little world there for a while. Mm -hmm. um, so it's nice to really like kick back and actually like talk to Sam and talk to your buddy, Marty and, yeah. and everybody that was there, there at your party. I never got to meet your, uh, I don't think I've met your mom before. I know I haven't met Shane in person before. Yeah. Um, and they were delightful. It was great to see Shane out and having fun. Like you said, uh, you know, throwing bags and, and doing pretty well. So mm -hmm. it was cool. And, I, and you know, Rick, like the more I, I, the more I see you and Sam interact and just like talk to her on her own without you, uh, it just, <laughs> you guys are such a good pair. Like we had a, me and Sam and Sam's sister all had a conversation about how like, like squeezing into jeans and like splitting our pants. And I'm like, man, this is really, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. If there was ever like a perfect, uh, a perfect match for Rick and uh, it was just great. And even Sam's mom was in there like, yeah, you know, sometimes you got to lay down on the bed and you're pulling the pants on. You want to like shift your body fat so it moves just enough to get your pants up and then the wave comes crashing back down they all had very like explicit and detailed uh ways to put on jeans when they're too tight and i'm like man i'm really in my element here so it was cool right. and the food was that, excellent that makes that, that makes me think of uh, in white chicks when they go to the um the like when they go to whatever store it is and they're like assisting with putting on clothes and and, the, and they're just like oh my god by the end of it it's so funny yeah that movie's that that movie dated but but yeah. still funny can't get made anymore um nope. no but yeah it was a, it was a great time and and uh thanks for having hope and i over there that was fun um but yeah t t dude tell me about the uh the the salsa that yes. was there holy cow that was so good yeah, so the salsas and stuff. So uh, Sam's parents run the catering out of Bloomingdale Golf Club. And, you know, just they were able to get like the the chips, which those chips are awesome. And then both the salsas and the guac were uh, were from there. So like having having a red salsa, having a salsa verde and having a guac. Yeah were all was really clutch because everybody was able to get what they want and with those high quality chips too like man yeah like i had i had both of the salsas and they were awesome the green one was killer like it was mm -hmm. just, and, and then you had like the authentically like deep fried tortilla chips yes that are just like oh i walked in and saw that like oh yeah yep yep uh but you get I, yeah it was Man, it was it was just fun. It was it was it's such a nice place, and I was really impressed. Like Sam is, for those who don't know, she's a she's an event planner, mm -hmm. and um, I was really impressed by. I walked in, I'm like, this is de decorated beautifully. Yes, it's like the the art layout and like the lighting in there and everything. Like kind of a lot of like white, you know, a lot of white furniture and cabinetry and like off white couches, like black hardware and everything, and then. I don't know. It just had like the, the, it was just very well decorated. I was very, it like was really classy. It really is. And smartly, nobody asked, did you have any influence on any of this? Cause the answer is no, nor should I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nor should I, Yeah. Uh, because one, my taste is, is probably horrible, which I own. But like if anybody's listened to this podcast ever, class is not my thing. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's one where it's like it's like hey like 
for one thing, this is your place. You've worked so hard to put this together and have it be as awesome as it is. Like it should be everything she wants it to be. Also should never take my opinions on anything outside of very minuscule things. Yeah, I I stay in my lane on that stuff. And I, I have trouble like um, visualizing how a thing is going to look when it's done. Same here. Yeah. I'm so bad with that. And that's something that like, I know Sam and her dad, especially are like, we're really good with, with throughout the entire thing. And I'm like, man, I just, that's just not in my bag. Hey, you know what? Again, that you, you bring your own skills in a relationship. We'll find what those are eventually. And, yeah. and Sam has hers and it's, it's a good, like, that's the idea, man. You want that like yin and yang thing. Like I'm socially awkward and hope is a, is, is, is extroverted and she's energized by social interaction. Mm-hmm. So when we go out together, it's it's very nice for me to have her there with me because she, she takes a lot of the load off of, you know, me kind of like working up the, oh, all right, here we go. Big group of people. And like when I leave something like that, regardless of how much fun I had or like if it was even like my closest friends, I feel like totally drained. Yeah. And she's like, boom, she's like shot out of a cannon after something like that. So it's just a really nice compliment, and you have uh, you have that with Sam, and in a lot of ways, and she's just awesome, and her family's great. You could tell how close they all are, you know, like yes. her and her sister and her brother in law and her mom and dad. Um, they just seem like they have a lot of fun together, and there's a lot of love in that house, and it was it was cool to be there, just like almost like in a fly on the wall kind of way to yeah. see them all interact together was cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely like I'm lucky to even be a little bit a part of that. So yeah, and it's. It, it, they clearly like lo- love you. You know what I mean? Like it, it's very mm-hmm. clear to see that uh, her mom and dad and sister just feel like you're already kind of part of the family. Yeah, which is it's cool. You know, like it's I'm I'm so happy that this is going so well, and uh, you know that it happened so quickly for you. <laughs> I, I know, right? It's it's honestly terrible for for content. It doesn't because, matter. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know it would have just been, yeah, like me stumbling through dates for God knows how long with God knows how many weird people would have probably been superior podcast content, but screw everybody. This is better for me. Yeah. Uh, yes. And you're, you're due for some, you're due for some, uh, some good stuff in your life. That's for damn sure. So, I mean, you got a good life, but it, it was, it was, yeah, we have never gotten into it on the show and we probably never will, but. Yeah, it was not pleasant. It wasn't awful, but it wasn't pleasant for you. So I'm glad right. you're uh, I'm glad you found Sam and she found you. And it's it's very, very cool to see you like I just like kind of sit back and watch you, too. And it's mm-hmm. it's cool. So I'm very happy for the both of you. More now, you than other her. great things. Did you ha- <laughs> I know you grabbed at least half a cookie. Oh, no, I had the whole thing. I oh, broke okay. it in half and said, hey, Got look, it. half a cookie. Yes. But I never put the other half down. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was like, I don't think you went back. So I don't think you pulled the donut trick. Oh, no, no. I just, I had it all at once. Okay. Those cookies are awesome. Where were those from? Do you know? Okay. Yes. Okay. So that's Central Continental Bakery. That's 101 South Main Street in Mount Prospect. Those cookies, it's like, a, like you think of just like a, a really well-made like sugar type cookie with they either had chocolate chips on them or mini M&Ms or there were ones with like sugar on top and like, man, they were good. And I'm very happy that we have like a whole box left over. Is that the same place that used to bring the punch keys to the score? Wasn't that Continental Bakery? Oh, it it might be. Yeah, I, I don't know for sure. Well, I, you know, I love those bakery cookies. I know people are kind of like, you know, 
you guys know what we're talking about. Like, they're usually very small, and they mm-hmm. come in a big box, and some have different color sprinkles. Some will have like, a little cherry in the middle. There's the ones that are like kind of back-to-back with frosting in the middle. They're just yeah. your basic ba- bakery sugar cookies. But these were like Mrs. Field-sized. Yeah, they were huge. Yeah, they were huge, and they were great. And um, like I said, the chips and salsa were great. Those little brownies were excellent. So awesome day all around. Uh, I'm so happy for Sam that she's all settled in. I know it's been like a ton of work. Yeah. Um, so and now, you know, indirectly, you're a little bit settled in, too. Yeah. So that's nice. Yes. All right. Now that now that we've gotten through all the sappy stuff and, and whatever, <laughs> even though it was still podcast content. Yeah, no, it's not sappy. It's yeah. it's life, man. Um, yeah. yeah, it was good. I, I by the way, I, I should mention uh, on the way because now, just in fairness, mm-hmm. the invite said drinks and light bites will be served. Yes. So hope and I said, well, we got some stuff to do in Schaumburg before we get to uh, Sam's house. So let's go to Fredo's. And oh boy, <laughs> did we go to Fredo's? Holy yeah. smokes, man! Like. We did it up. So all the stuff I've been wanting to try, we mm-hmm. did. So, and you know, when you go to Fredo's, it's going to be more food than you can handle. And we just said, screw it. Like, we're going to try everything we want to try. So we got uh, the giant mozzarella stick, the El Gringo Massivo or El Massivo Gringo, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, the 13-inch, and it is literally 13 inches of a giant mozzarella stick. I don't know. Say like. The width of like a a like a a baseball bat barrel, Is yeah, act, maybe a little smaller than that, yeah. but not much. Right? Yeah, I would say the midway point between the handle and the barrel. Yeah, you're right. Where where the bat breaks. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. About so that thickness, 13 inches. So then it's thickly breaded inside with like uh, pepper jack cheese. And then mm-hmm. inside the breading is like taco seasoning, and they serve yes. it with a salsa green verde uh, salsa. Man, that was great! And I've had the I've had the big mozzarella sticks there before, but I've never had the that one. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing. And then finally got the Cajun bites after all this time of talking about them. <laughs> yes, and it's just like thousands of pillows from heaven in your bowl, man. There's so many. Yes. Of those little, so basically what they are is small, I would say maybe a little bit smaller than a pizza roll. Yeah. Of fried dough. And, but it's got Cajun seasoning on it. And they're a little bit spicy. They're served with either marinara or whatever you want. We got marinara with ours. And again, Hope and I ate them and got through half of them and took the other half of them and I air fry some up when we're done recording the show um, and see how they do. Mm-hmm. And then we got the boneless wings, which I hadn't had from there before. And those Ooh. were excellent. They were excellent. So everything there, like we've said all along, is terrific. But I was so glad to try the Cajun Bites because I'm like you. Like You went to Northern. I visited Northern. Mm-hmm. And I've had the beer nuggets and, you know, those sort of things. And I haven't really had, like, a good um, recreation of those um, in my life. There was a place in Oak Lawn that had them for a while, and then they closed. So I was like, man, I'm hoping these are even close, and they sure as hell were. And then plus you add the Cajun seasoning into it. Yeah. It was killer. So everyone knows Fredo's is one of our sponsors, but it's also one of our favorite places. 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. Fredo's Pizza.com. Fredo's Bakery.com. They gave us a brownie, too. 
and had that when I got home, and that was incredible. Um, follow them on Instagram at Fredo's Pizza. And if you want to place an online order at Fredo'sPizza.com, use that code I'm fat and you'll save 10% every time you place an order. And what's really cool about Fredo's too is they like you have an account there. So, you know, they, they'll like make notes about your orders and stuff. Like, so if you're like, oh, you know, I wish it was a little bit spicier. Next time they make you something, they'll add a little spice to it because they see in your notes, like, all right, they want it spicier next time. You know, it's just a great place. And we were there and it was packed. We got the last table available and there was this family sitting at the uh, table, like kind of behind us and mm-hmm. they got like the thick crust pizza. I thought I was going to break the table, man. That thing was enormous <laughs> and it looked like it weighed like 75 pounds and they smoked that pizza. It really? was like gone within maybe 15, 20 minutes. There's a table That's of three awesome. and they took down the entire thing. It was impressive. Yeah, it's been too long, and I'm just happy that that now Sam's family knew of Fredo's, but now knows of the wonderment of the brownies. <laughs> yeah. So like now, any time that like people will get together, it's and it's like in the area, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, gotta get the Fredo's brownies." It's just gonna happen. Like they they are they are a godly item. Yeah, I, I had some thought as to like, oh, maybe I'll bring the brownie in or like what's left of the Cajun bites. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to save them for home. If there, was, if there was ever a place where you could get away with doing that and being like, no, I just brought my own brownie. Oh, no, it had nothing to do with like, you know, um, feeling bad about it. I just didn't want to share. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Screw everybody else. I didn't want to share with it. Share it at all. that makes a lot that's great yeah okay so with the extra time being spent in hanover park and you know trying to figure out okay what what are what are the go-to's gonna be now that uh around sam's place and man did we find one this week yeah uh franco's italian bakery and deli oh okay that's those 15, are no bad words there. Sorry. None. <laughs> 1550 Bourbon Parkway in Streamwood. Okay. So I got the Italian sub and I was debating between the large and small. And just because they had so much other stuff that I was like, maybe I'll want to try a little bit of this after I have the sandwich. I, I got or the sub. I got the small, but that is, it's like an eight inch sub with like fresh bread because obviously with the bakery they're making their bread fresh in-house oh it was also like really wide so it's an eight inch long sub but it's also girthy Mm. so when you put all that meat in there too you just can't wait to take it all down yeah that's a you gave me a lot there and i'm just gonna i'm gonna let you continue Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so, like, just everything you would want, like, in an Italian sub is exactly what that was. Mm-hmm. Incredibly delicious. Uh, Sam got a turkey sub, and, like, I'm not big on, like, a turkey sub or anything, but it looked incredible. And just, like, you're t- I, I would usually go in, like, more descriptive, but it's, like, it's an Italian sub. It's the meats you think of. It's mm-hmm. the cheese you think of. It's just done incredibly well. And there's just so much there that we like walked in and we just looked at the, at the cases and we were like, oh, oh, this is a thing. 
because there's like two cases of just desserts, whether it's cookies or uh, like Sam got a tiramisu cookie. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. That for one thing, their tiramisu like period looked incredible. Her tiramisu cookie, she took a bite and like looked at me and was like, oh yeah, this is it. <laughs> and then I had the raspberry cheese stick. Oh, that's a salad. Which was a sen- yeah, exactly. It was essentially like um like light dough with it, it almost like if you put a kolachki, almost like a kolachki, but with light fluffy dough and with powdered sugar on it. And it was oh awesome it was more it was more almost like a um trying to think size wise almost like a candy cigar type size okay or a cigar size yeah that that probably (laughs) makes sense i'm sticking to the food thing you ass sorry (laughs) but like it was so good they also have like a, a obviously a cheese one and an apple one and i mean like it's a place where you could go at least a handful of times and absolutely get something different uh, every time. I So I, I went to an expert that, and I should, I could have gone to Russ to ask this. I did not. I went to uh, the man with the fattest sounding name in the world, John yeah. Gallioni. Mm-hmm. And I asked him because he's from the area and he's like, yes, the, the subs, very good. The pizza's fine but the pastas as well. So like we didn't even get any pasta, but the pastas are apparently really good. Seeing some of the stuff that like they had like a um a chicken vesuvio that oh. was just like in the case too that oh my god, it looked so good. Like I'm telling you, it's just one of those places where you know you could go in and get different things for the first 10 times you go there and you're probably not going to strike out. All right, give me the name and address again. Franco's Italian Bakery and Deli, 1550 Bourbon Parkway in Streamwood. All right. That sounds awesome. Um, You mentioned an Italian sub, and it's funny you say that because uh, I think I maybe alluded to it last week or maybe just flat out talked about it, but uh, I had to get a colonoscopy this week. (laughs) And... uh, (laughs) That's a transition point. Well, it it connects. Trust me. So I'm, you know, so if you've never had one before, it is literally not a difficult process. Like it's, it's the procedure is super easy, but it's the day leading up to. So let's say my, so mine was on, uh, what day was that? Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday. So Tuesday night at five, I got to start drinking this. Uh, actually, so Tuesday, I can't have any food. Yeah. All I can have is clear liquids, which is torturous w- enough water. Uh, I could have tea without sugar, a black coffee. I had jello, mm-hmm. uh, and I had Italian ice. Those are like the foods I ate on Tuesday. Okay. Then at five o'clock that night, you had to drink this like sodium, blah, blah, blah. Like it's called a bowel prep. So you drink, it tastes like ass. And you like mix it with water, drink that down. Then you got to drink two more big, like 16 ounce things of water within like two hours. And then the fun begins. <laughs> like you're just everything you've ever eaten comes out of you. And it's I'll say this, yeah. like it's not a um, it's not like super gross. It's just 
you're just flushing. It's just water, 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 like nonstop. So every water. Yes. And that's every 15 minutes or so. Oh, no. You're like, I got up oh, time again. And you do so you it like again. You can't go anywhere. You, oh, no, no. You are home. I will say this. There's never, it's never an emergency. But you're just That's like, oh, good. time to go again. So you get up, you go again. I, again, I've never been happier to have a bidet, by the way. Oh, I could see that. Oh, uh, huge blessing. But like, it just, it gets tiresome and you're hungry. So then I got a call. So Tuesday, I start the process, right? Um, Finally get a, I'm done enough to go to sleep, wake up and I got to do it again ahead of the procedure. So mm-hmm. procedures at 10 and they're like, you got to do the, you got to have the whole drink done by three hours before your procedure. Great. So I'm done. I wake up early, get it done by seven. Fine. The whole process begins again, flushing everything out, get there. And they're like, how all right, they, how do they expect you to get there? Well, I, so again, you can like, it is under control. And I, mm-hmm. by the time I left, it had pretty much stopped. I did go one more time at the hospital. Um, I'm like, can I, like, I was hooked up to an IVM. Like I kind of got to go again. I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, Go if you got to go. So um, did that. And then um, procedure, they they bring me in. They're like, all right, lay on your side. Put your knees up on your chest. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. And like, we're going to start the, uh, the uh, what do you call it? That's not to put you to sleep. Jesus. Um, anesthetic. Anesthetic, yeah. So the anesthesiologist is like, all right, I'm going to start counting down from, and I fell asleep. It was like instant. <laughs> I was out cold. And then. I don't know if they give you something to wake you up, but I woke up and they bring me back in a room and I was like, I just felt like I took a nap. Hope's like, you're done? It was 20 minutes. Oh, wow. The whole procedure was 20 minutes. So anyway, I have to wait an hour to be cleared, like make sure I'm good enough to like get up and walk on my own and, and leave the mm-hmm. building. I was totally fine. But, you know, it's procedure they have to follow. So cool. So I said to Hope, we are going to Jersey Mike's. I need nice. something with bread. I need something with tons of meat on it. I'm telling you, I think I've told you before, the best meal I ever had was a French bread pizza in the parking lot after a long, hot Dave Matthews concert because <laughs> yes, I was, you yeah, I was just so hungry and I was just so hot and tired and, and starved. That was like, it was the best thing I ever had. Like it was the most satisfying meal I've ever had. Mm-hmm. I think that this trip to Jersey Mike's topped it. Wow. Because it was just, I was so hungry. And then we get there and there's like, God bless her. There's this new girl working and she's, tr- she's making the sandwiches like very, very deliberately. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, now exactly this much lettuce. And then every tomato is like perfectly spaced. I'm like, uh, can you hurry up? <laughs> right. I didn't say anything, but I'm like, look, I'm just going to shove this thing in my face. I don't need it to be perfect. But finally, we sat down and ate, and I was—I looked at Hope and I said, "I feel like this is the most satisfying meal I've ever had. It was so good after after not eating for a whole day." And I will yeah. say, like that was not as difficult as I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be really, really challenging. I'd be just like, oh, like grumbling all night. But I ate a lot of Jello. Okay. I had a small Italian ice. Um, and I, I was okay. I was uncomfortable and hungry, but I wasn't miserable, you know? So, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm glad I did it. And they said, like, you really followed the procedure. Well, like everything was really easy. Like, well, 
that told me to do it. So I figured it would make everything easier. So I did it. I guess that's so not did, the norm. So did you get the uh, 13? I actually got the, I got the club. I get the sub club. That's my, okay. that's usually, usually my go-to. Sometimes I do the Italian, but I, I just wanted, I, I didn't want to go anything spicy. Sure. As like the first thing I ate in two days. That's um, fair. I did get the chili pepper relish, which is a little bit spicy, but not killer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, now, I, I wanted to tone it down a little bit for the first meal. You know, did, did you get the cream soda? So there's a ton of sugar in that. Oh, well, yeah. Every point. time I go to Jersey Mike's and I order a drink, I go to the cr- cream soda, fill it about. I don't know, maybe 10 percent of the way. Mm-hmm. Take a drink of the cream soda. Then I put the ice in and I fill it with my Diet Pepsi. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Every time I go, I do get a taste of it, mm-hmm. but I, I can't drink a whole one because it's just too many, too way too much sugar, but it is so good. I was so disappointed the last time I was at one, and, and like, this is just a timing thing. I don't, it's not against the that specific Jersey Mike's that I went to. Mm-hmm. I talked up that cream soda so much to Sam, and then we get there. And we both get it. And I'm like, all right, cool. I have my Italian sub. I'll have this cream soda. Take a sip. And it's totally flat. Oh, like they had to switch it out or whatever. Yep. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. That's so tough. she's like, this is this is terrible. Which, to, which, to be fair, in that moment, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, like I, didn't even, I didn't even finish it, which is blasphemous for me. Oh, yeah, that's tough. That's... That's rough, especially anything when you play it up and then people try and you're like, oh, that's not that great. Like, oh, damn, I'm sorry to let you down, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because that's healthy, you know? <laughs> oh, I've totally let you down because of this food recommendation. Yeah, I'm not I'm not projecting at all. Um, no. Yeah, so anyway, that Jersey Mike's is great. I will say, if your doctor tells you, this is my new thing, by the way, because my wisdom teeth are still not right. I actually went... Um, Last week, I went Friday and said, hey, like, my tooth is a little, like, sore. She's like, all right, well, we're going to put you on antibiotics for a few days. And then she gave me this, um, like, rinse that I got to kind of, um, you know, like, garble mm-hmm. with. Yeah. And then in, in a couple of weeks, they're going to kind of reopen it and try to get it to, like, heal better. Ooh. So, listen, when your doctor says to do something, don't wait 35 years like I did to get my wisdom teeth out. Or don't wait to get your colonoscopy until something's actually wrong or you're afraid something's wrong just stay on top of it it's a psa um because everything's easier when you stay on top of it so there you go there's my message that's one of my psas for the day i have another one coming up in a little bit that we talked about last week and i forgot to get to (laughs) oh okay so you you mentioned the french bread pizza yeah and that made me think of uh I forget if I've mentioned this, like the janky way I have to eat French bread pizza right now because of my air fryer situation. Because no. I still have like the pretty small, like if you think of like the earlier um, air fryers where it's just like the little egg one. Oh, yeah. That's what I got. So if I want to eat a French bread pizza, um, because I still don't quite have a functioning oven, this is this is hopefully going to be rectified soon. Uh, I have to cut the thing in half. And then kind of angle the two pieces in a way that hopefully I'm not going <laughs> to spill too much of the cheese on the one while also not covering too much of the other so that it, it's not going to bake even, mm. but so that it like cooks somewhat close to even. And then 
I'll take out the one that was tilting because that one's definitely going to be cooked. And then I'll leave the other one in there for like another 30 seconds or minute while that, like the part that was covered up crisps up a little bit. And then I do the same thing with the other ones since I eat those two at a time. So are you saying you, you like start from scratch, like you take bread, you split it, you put the sauce on, you put the cheese on, or are you talking about like, I'm talking the frozen ones, like the, the, the red Baron five cheese, uh, French bread pizza is incredible. It's my favorite by country mile. Okay. Well, so here's when we do French bread pizzas, we just go, what we do is we go to Jimmy John's and Mm -hmm. buy the day old bread smart for a dollar and then you just go get you know pizza sauce cheese oregano and then whatever topping you want we just we just put them in the oven now what i was gonna say you could do rick is you could take two slices of bread you know like two halves Mm -hmm. and put them in your air fryer and then just put all the toppings on in the air fryer right like you could put the sauce on the cheese and then you could have them because if you got to squish the bread a little bit at least it's going to be flat yeah, and then you can just make it all in there, and like you have the um like the air fryer condom, the thing you put underneath, like the filter that you put underneath so it doesn't get your bowl all dirty. Uh, no. Okay, invest in those. They're super okay. cheap, and it, you don't have to constantly be cleaning out your air fryer basket. It's like it is like a, a paper. I don't. It's not wax paper, but I don't. It's like parchment almost. Okay, and it's it's almost like a coffee filter, and you just put just your food on there. And then it keeps your it keeps your thing, you know, clean. You don't have to okay. constantly clean the bowl out. But yeah, uh, I love. All right, that's it. We're making French bread pizzas this week, dude. It's something that like you don't think about very often, but it's so good. Yeah, it's great. It is again <laughs> one of the most satisfying meals I've ever had. Was the most basic. <laughs> some dude, some hippie dude, had like a truck with a pizza oven in it and was just churning out. French bread pizzas for people leaving a concert. God, it was that's such a great idea. Too. Brilliant. And it was, you know, maybe five bucks a pop. But I'm like happy. I, I would have paid a hundred dollars for that thing in that moment. I swear to God. Yeah. I just saw like, you know, this shittily written sign French bread pizzas. And I made a beeline like, yep, I am going to that person. I will wait for this and it will yeah. be the greatest thing I've ever eaten. It was just the most satisfying meal ever. So good. Almost as good as Fredo's. <laughs> Almost. The last thing I've, I have here is there was a wonderful event, a feat of athleticism or lack thereof, depending on, on your perspective. And this was the 100 meter dash is not something that you think fats would be paying too much attention to. No. Understandably so, even though it is a shorter race. Mm hmm. There was the rarest of rare occurrences of all of a sudden I see this, this hundred meter dash like heat or whatever hit my timeline. And I'm like, okay, you know, like track and field is something that if it's like, okay, here's a 10 second race, I'll, I'll watch it through. This was not a 10 second race. No, it was a 10 second race for the winner. (laughs) However, (laughs) for Somalian runner Nasra Abukar, mm. it took an additional 10 seconds because, and I saw this was one of the replies. When I saw a runner that had a bit of a pot belly, I knew something was wrong. Yeah, I thought she was pregnant. Yeah, 
No, it's it apparently like by all reports by people that are actually like reporting on the thing. It's just like pure nepotism from someone in the like athletic, you know, running the athletic stuff in Somalia. And that person has been fired since then. <laughs> That's probably a good move. <laughs> because it looked like exactly how all of us feel in any foot race. Oh my God. It was, I, I didn't know what, I didn't know what I was watching. Like you sent it to yeah. me. I'm like, wait a minute. Is this a joke? Like what? No, it was an actual competition, but the guy just like let his daughter or whatever niece, whatever it was, just mm-hmm. running this race without any sort of qualifications. So it's like professional sprinters. And then this portly woman who ran as a portly woman would. And yeah, think about that. 10 extra seconds in 100 meters. Yeah, like it might as well have had the uh, the <laughs> Stewie following playing the tuba. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, my God. That was so funny. But then like people were like really outraged. I'm like, oh, God, like, what am I missing here? Like there's something there's something going on here that I'm not, and then you, you read the story. It's like okay, well that's that's not great. Yeah, it's it's not great, but it was so funny. And I'm I'm trying to think of an equivalent of like someone that is that not qualified being in a legitimate heat for an event. Like it's it's one thing if it's like oh it's this like pro am thing in any sport this was supposed to be and was for everybody else a legitimate race and then there was this person boy i'm trying to think of like another my mind goes to pro wrestling like was there ever like a celebrity brought in to pro wrestling that like was supposed to hold their own and couldn't uh did carl malone not hold his? oh carl malone was real bad he was just real stiff yeah but they've let bad bunny do like wrestlemania and he was awesome and that's cool. Logan Paul is like he's really, really good. Like does high flying, uh, like acrobatic stuff. Like th- like he's put the work in. I know Jake's put the work in too, boxing wise. Mm-hmm. Um, those two guys are puds and screw them. But like, yeah, you know, d- are retoo packed about their effort in the sporting world. Like they're both killing it. So, um, yeah, I don't know something like that. Like. I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind. Like that is like that dramatic. It's like it's like it's like riding a dog in the Kentucky Derby. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. Like like an ostrich or something. (laughs) Like would the closest thing be like the emergency goalie? Maybe. Yeah. But even that's like special circumstance to get there. And they tend to do okay. Yeah, because yeah, because they're not like total schlubs. Right, they're guys that you know played college hockey or whatever, so they know, you know, how to be positionally and you know square up to a shooter and just kind of let it hit you. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. That I think that's the most egregious I've seen. If anyone can think of a better example, hit us up. I'm fatpod at gmail dot com. All right, I've got two things left real quick, but first I got to tell you about my beloved vehicle, my Mazda CX thirty, and I got a lot of guff at your party today. Where everyone's like, oh, CX30 is here. That means Jay has arrived. Like, I'm the only person who drives a CX30. Hold on. I mean, that they were was right. Not, that, was not, that was not guff. That was literally Sam being like, hey, I saw the CX30. That's got to be Jay. It has to be. Because no one else drives a Mazda CX30. It's only me. No. <laughs> It was funny though no, because it it's funny. like, yeah, who's gonna who's gonna be driving a CX thirty at that moment right at the, at the party? It's like, oh, that's Jay. Well, they were right, so yes. I guess 
jokes on me. Um, but yeah, love that car. Put a ton of miles on it today. That's for sure. Uh, I'm headed back into Mazda of Orland Park this week to get an oil change. I got another a, a rock jumped up and hit my windshield. <sighs> God, I got a little crack on my windshield, so that's annoying. But Ugh. they can fix it up right there. Lickety split at Mazda of Orland Park, 8910 West 159th Street, 708-444-3200. Visit MazdaofOrlandPark.com. Yeah, I've got the 2022 CX-30, the 2015 CX-5, both going strong. I just put, crossed 30,000 miles already on the CX-30, the CX-5 is like 160,000 or something like that, like some astronomical number, and they both run like the day I bought it. They're wonderful cars, um, so I'm always going to be buying a Mazda. When I do, it'll be for Mazda of Orland Park because the service is second to none. So check them out, MazdaofOrlandPark.com. All right, I've got two little things left. Uh, tried a new spot this week in the West Loop because it was Monday, and I'm like, I'm going to go get Graziano, and I realized that Graziano was closed on Monday, so a new taco place opened right there, 126 North Peoria Street. It's called Tacombi, T-A-C-O-M-B-I. Now, I didn't know much about this place. So when I saw it, it opened um, like a couple days before I went. Because I, 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 I actually it was West Loop, West Loop Tom took a picture of the place on Twitter. And nice. I kind of made a note of it. And I looked it up and someone said it was the um, Shake Shack of Tacos. And I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. But I walk up there on Peoria Street, and it's, I don't know where that came from. Like, maybe it's, it, it must be a chain. Like, there must be a lot of these. Um, I'm looking, there are like a bunch around the country, not like a million of them, maybe like okay. two dozen or so. Um, oh. But it looked like, I felt like I was in Mexico. It was like, the building was a garage door, like two garage doors. You walk in, it's like very kind of roughed out and rustic looking inside. They mm-hmm. give you a menu and you literally take the menu and write how many of each thing you want and then hand it to them. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, they've got uh, your entrees. Uh, oh, actually, entrada would be an appetizer, right? I don't know. Don't don't. Anyway, esquites, rice and beans, uh, guacamole. Uh, then your tacos are beef burrilla, el pastor, carnitas, carne asada, seared fish a la plancha. Uh, black bean and sweet potato, avocado tostado, uh, pollo yucateco, that's chicken for those that don't hablo espanol, and uh, Baja crispy fish. So I did the fish, the pollo, and the uh, al pastor. They were all very good. The fish, the Baja crispy fish, was the mm-hmm. best fish taco I've ever had. It was wow. awesome. It was really, really good. I got a side of rice and beans. They were really good, too. I will say, and I think this just might be tacos in general, which is why I usually opt for a burrito over tacos. Mm-hmm. As I ate the fish one first, the other two kind of got cold. Yeah. They don't stay hot. Tacos don't stay hot long enough, unless you've got a plate and you're like all jammed on there. But for each and taco. Just like the, and the price of each taco has gone up so much everywhere. This well, is no statement on any one place. But like, so if you're going to spend that on a taco then you really want it to be hot the entire time. Well, that's my complaint about Tacombi. And I know we're playing, paying West Loop prices and all these sort of things, but one fish taco was $7. Seven American dollars. $7. So the, uh, let's see, the El Pastor was five. The Pollo Yucateco was five. Uh, the seared fish one is seven. The carne asada is seven. 
Uh, the, in the beef Berea, you actually get two, and that's eleven ninety eight. So you know, five bucks a pop, you know, five ninety five, whatever. Yeah. Um, but they were good, but for the price, they were not special for the price. Now they have burritas, which I assume are smaller burritos. I didn't see anyone eating those, so maybe I'll try that next time and see if I like it better. Those are thirteen dollars, but if it's a tiny burrito, like yeah. that's a good price for a burrito. Sure, but they also have breakfast tacos all day. Um, but again, oh, uh, cool. a huevos con pastor is seven dollars, and the huevos mexicana, which is eggs, salsa, and cheese, is six dollars. That's ridiculous. That's too much. Like, I'm sorry, it's too much. Like, and it's a cool place, and the food was really good. But who's gonna walk in? Like, on a, especially in the West Loop, where there's three or four other taco places that are not gonna be that much. You know, like for me to get three tacos, rice and beans, and a like a uh, Coke, mm-hmm. it's like thirty five bucks. Like that's too much. Dang. And I, again, I know I'm in the West Loop, but this is a fast food place. Like you walk in, you give me your order, and they you get a little table number, and they bring it out to you. Like it's not a sit and dine with a waiter or anything like that. It was just kind of a a grab and go kind of a place. So yeah, they do have cocktails, margaritas, pina coladas, palomas, mezcal mules. Uh, Sandia Santa, that's tequila, watermelon, and lime. Shit, I'm trying that. Yeah, that sounds great. But it's $55 for a pitcher. It's $14 oh for one of those. Oh, my God. Like, the prices are way too high. They're way too high. But otherwise, it's good. And it, I would say it's worth a shot. Like, go try it. I do say mm-hmm. that fish taco, I will pay $7 for that again. It was that good. Um, But... I don't know. I just think that, yes, I know, you know, you're in the neighborhood where everything's overpriced and everything is high end and all those sort of things. But you're asking people to go there for lunch and pay, you know, 15 bucks for three tacos before you even get a drink or a side or anything. And there were no like chips and salsa given to you when you got there or anything like that. That was a whole separate thing. So, yeah, I mean, it was good. I enjoyed it, but. It's going to be a, a very rare thing for me because, look, I can go next door to Graziano and get a sub sandwich that's going to make me that's going to give me, basically provide me a meal and a half mm-hmm. for, you know, 10 bucks cheaper. Like a sandwich at, at Graziano is like 13, 14 bucks. But it's enormous. It's enough to feed two people. So and, you know, it's cut fresh right there. It's just it's just a better value. So. I don't know. Yeah. I'll try it again, but it's gonna. It's not going to be an every week thing for me because it's, I just can't justify it. But if you want to give it a shot, I do recommend it. It was good. I'm telling you it's good, but just be ready. You're going to spend some money. Tacombe, 126 North Peoria, right there in the West Loop. Uh, it's Peoria just uh, south of Randolph. Okay. So you can't miss it. And then you got one more thing? Or do I have, can't get my PSA in here? Oh, no, no. We need our PSAs. Okay. Well, so I was driving. uh, I was not driving. I was navigating through Facebook last week. And I came across my uh, old friend from high school, uh, her page. And there was pictures of her with her husband. And he's a big fella. You know, he's a P1. I don't know if he actually Mm -hmm. listens to the show, but uh, certainly would be welcomed. And, you know, no shame in that. But big guys. I'm talking to me. I'm talking to you, Rick. 
if you're going to, I know we need to dress up for certain things, but if you're going to wear a polo, wear one yeah. that compliments you. I, I think yeah. that the polos specifically really can make fat people look worse. Absolutely. It does not hide very much. No. Every lump you have shows. Um, I'll say this. The, I wore a polo today to Sam's party and Rick mm-hmm. had one on. Both looked nice. Like Rick's, Rick, yours, yours looked good. Mine is a dark color, but mm-hmm. this dude I saw on Facebook, he had like man boobs, like a middle stomach and a bottom stomach. And every aspect of that polo was showing you every aspect of his body in the worst I, possible way. So I knew that mine kind of a, kind of a KYP situation, know your personnel. Mm-hmm. I knew that's what this polo would have done. So I wore a compression undershirt. Ah. So that definitely that definitely helped, you know, if the uh, the old the knocked up Titan, you know. <laughs> I'm not just, saying lose weight, I'm just saying Titan. Titan. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it did a good job of uh smoothing over a lot of those uh issues that I would have had otherwise. Because that's if there's one thing I'm paranoid about with a with a polo, it is nip. And just man boobs in general. Yeah, that's why all of my polos are dark colored. Because mm-hmm. I am smart. Tr- I am one hundred percent hard nipples all the time. Yeah, like I I cannot hide it. Even if I you wear an undershirt, Jennifer Aniston. I really am. I really am. Uh, Addie started watching that show with Hope, so I'll come home from work and they'll be on the couch watching Friends. I'm like, nice. oh, must be cold in that uh, coffee shop. Oh, must be cold <laughs> in that apartment. Oh, must be cold in that. Sauna. I don't know. She's always, yeah, very cold. God bless her. <laughs> God bless her for that. That's uh, yes. that's something. All right, we've got. Uh, last week we had a million ask a fats. This week, not as many, but that's okay. We're gonna get to them anyway. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Send us a voicemail, 708-858-3314, or email us, imfatpod at gmail.com. Before we get to our emails, we got to get to the Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. We're back. This week, we have maple pepper, sriracha, six pepper, ranch, and French toast bacon. Are indeed a couple flavors uh, this go-round. We did maple jalapeno and shawarma bacon. Keep an eye out for those results. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, cherry jalapeno, and chorizo. A fairly large update that everybody needs to know about. You'll see more about it on our social medias uh, come this week. We are going to start going to 12-ounce packaging uh, instead of the one full pound. Uh, Whatever is packed by the pound now will stay that way until it's gone, Um, but everything that is made from now on uh, will be in a 12-ounce package. And in response to Southside Butt Rash Carolyn's question from last week, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen. Sasha loves bacon. She does. But peanut butter and M&M love are unmatched uh, so far. Um, I won't complain as long as she's eating. That's the important part. Uh, And Jay, she is uh, two years old now and has a a full set of baby teeth um, that are very effective, especially when she accidentally gets your finger. Um, but as long as she's eating, I, I don't really care um, what she's eating. But she loves bacon jam and her scrambled eggs, so Ooh. that's a win. 
clutch. Okay. I don't think it's her favorite favorite, but it's in the top five. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. All right. For context, we might as well. This is Southside Buttrest, <laughs> Carolyn, catching up after a, a few weeks here. Um, so I'm just hearing about Charlie the Bacon Guy's daughter's birthday. Happy birthday. But I'm kind of confused and concerned how Sasha's favorite food is not bacon. Can you all please solve that mystery? What's going on? Thanks. Bye. Uh, there you go. So there's your reverse context. That was that was Carolyn's question last week, and then Charlie just answered it for you. So how do you want to get this bacon? Because you do. It's damn good. It's delicious. You're going to want to order a ton of it. CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com, at CharlieTheBaconGuy on Instagram, at CZTheBaconGuy on Twitter. Get in touch with him any of those ways, and he will get you bacon and bacon jam as soon as humanly possible. And damn it, it is also good. You really owe it to yourself to go check it out. It's awesome stuff. Order some for yourself. Order some for friends. Order some for family. And uh, you're going to be the hero. It, it makes such a great gift. We try, we kind of do it like every, uh, I don't know, like every Christmas we'll get a whole bunch of bacon for people. Mm-hmm. You should do that too. It's, uh, it's a great gift idea. And you know what? It's a gift for your damn self because guess what? It's terrific. So go get that from Charlie. Again, Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com, Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram, and at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. All right, we've got emails. Both of them are lengthy. I will take the first one here from Brandon Rick. It says, okay. Dear Fats, I heard on your previous episode a mention of Giola's Deli down here in St. Louis and didn't feel it received the accolades they deserve. Michael didn't even mention they have sandwiches called the Hogfather and the Porknado. All right. This place has won a James Beard Award, and some argue they might not even have the best sandwich in the neighborhood, Adriana's, Evaldi's, let alone the city, Blue's City Deli. It made me feel emboldened to defend the city's fat bona fides and shine a light on St. Louis as an under-the-radar food destination. I preface all of this with the fact that I am a Chicagoland native, so I don't speak with a total local bias. Such delicacies as Ready Whip, the Waffle Cone, the superior of all ice cream delivery vehicles, and peanut butter, sorry, Rick, were all invented in St. Louis. Tell me the toasted ravioli isn't truly a fat innovation. Deep fry a pasta pocket loaded with meats and cheese and then have the audacity to call it toasted? That's inspiring. Go to Salt and Smoke and get the burnt end toasted raviolis. You'll thank me. Oh, God, that sounds good. They invented their own cheese down here. Sure, Provel has many detractors when it's used as a pizza topping, but I dare you to have a Jerry's special hot and spicy pizza with pepperoni, extra crispy bacon, and extra cheese from Peroni's and not enjoy yourself. People down here live for gooey butter cake and have an unbridled pride for frozen custard. That's something we can all appreciate. In all seriousness, St. Louis has a really fantastic culinary tradition from barbecue to more recent Bosnian Balkan infusion. Don't let the weird sports fans and idiotically cut bagels deter you. The food alone is worth it. Just be sure when you're done with your food adventure to down a handful of Tums. Coincidentally, also a St. Louis invention. Your friend and fat, Brandon. Well done. Thank you, Brandon. Still no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm kidding. I'm how close to Chris Ranji? Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, well that's the biggest that's the biggest deterrent is Ranji. But um 
Hope and I used to go to St. Louis all the time. We would go to Hawks games all the time. We had a good time down there. It's fine. You're right, though. Cardinals fans are detestable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so glad they suck. It's really wonderful. Yes. Hopefully the Packers follow suit. Did you see our guy Bart Winkler like dunking on Bears fans today? Because the Packers practice was sold out and the Bears practice at Soldier Field was not. Yeah, I, I, I kind of appreciate Bart because it's a bit and he knows yeah, but there's, but still, here's the it's, thing, it, Bart. It's funny. There's other things to do in Chicago, <laughs> right? Seriously. Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, but anyway, it's fun, man. I can't wait for football. Ooh. Yeah, it's I, getting close. I. It took me a while to get into it. Now I'm I'm here. I'm ready for it. Like I, I've been like binging some like preseason content and and you know, training camp content and stuff like that. Not even as as much Bears because. I don't know. I I, I kind of think people might be a little over their skis with some of the optimism, but it hey, all has to do with the ba- quarterback. If the quarterback's yep. good, they'll be good. If he's not, they won't be. Just like yeah. every team in the NFL, right? I I also think that the the defense has a chance to kind of be trashy still. Yeah. Anywho. Yes. Anywho. The other email goes unsigned, which is fine. Hi, I'm a 13 year old girl, not fat. From Chicago, oh, named Lucy. There we go. Hey, reading ahead for the win. But my dad and brother are 100% fat physically and spiritually. We love (laughs) listening to your podcast, and there are so many times in my household where I think, oh, that'd be funny for them to talk about. So here I am. My brother likes to mix healthy and unhealthy foods to, quote, balance his meals. For example, I woke up one day to him dipping a piece of peanut butter, toast, disgusting, that's my editorializing, into a plate of fruity pebbles for a healthy breakfast. Mm. My dad has this thing where we have a big stupid sandwich for dinner. He makes a huge sandwich, and for the next week, they have said sandwich for lunch. Keep in mind, it's just me, my dad, and my two brothers in the home. I'm picky, so I usually don't eat the sandwich, and my youngest brother can't have gluten or dairy, so this huge sandwich is mainly for my oldest brother and my dad. I find it hilarious how hard they try to finish the sandwich before it goes bad. P.S. My dad isn't even actually that fat. It's more of a dad bod. He's not that fat. He's festively plump. Please read, please read this. I love you guys so much. Thanks for being awesome. Well, thanks, Lucy. That's, an, that's yes. a great email. Uh, well written, yes. by the way. I will say, Lucy, a 13-year-old, uh, writes better emails than 90% of the people that send us emails. Oh, yes. I mean, there's quotes, there's punctuation. Very well done, Lucy. By the way, Addie was very close to being a Lucy. That was really? our that was our second choice, yeah. We just didn't think it fit. When Addie yeah. was born, we're like, yep, that's Addie. That's not Lucy. So, awesome. That's good stuff. Uh, appreciate that, Lucy. Good. I like the idea of the big stupid sandwich. Yes. <laughs> I only want to make this once. I don't want to have to, like, make it separate every day. So you know what? We're just going to make it once and then make sure it lasts and and get it out before it goes bad. Awesome. That's so great. All right. Before we wrap up, we want to tell you about our sponsors, Nick and Ivy, out there in Lockport, 1026 South State Street. Go visit them. And we want to let you know ahead of time here. Make a note. Put in your calendar. August 25th through August 27th, Nick and Ivy is celebrating their third anniversary. Friday, they're going to be open from 3 to 11. That's Friday the 25th from 3 to 11 with new beer releases. The Doppelbach, 
the Nick of Time peanut butter cup. Damn it, Rick. I'm really sorry. There's going to be an art fair and farmer's market. Music from CD. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong day. Okay. Reset. And three, two, one. Friday, they open 3 to 11. The beer release is Locktoberfest Marzen. The Nick of Time 23 Chocolate and Vanilla BBA Stout. Live music from 7 to 10 with Awkward Nation. Then, Saturday, open 11 to 11. That's the Doppelbach and the Peanut Butter Cup. Art Fair and Farmer's Market from noon to 6. And then the, the CD Blues Power Band, uh, 7 to 10. Then Sunday, they're open 11 to 11. Music from Willard to Wilcox from 2 to 5. They're staying open late for the grand finale. Eve Casino, 7 to 10. Uh, no cover charge. So go celebrate Nick and Ivy's third anniversary. Again, that's August 25th through August 27th. If you go to their uh, Facebook page, all the info is there. We really recommend following Nick and Ivy on Facebook. They are very active. They're constantly updating their page, unlike us, uh, with new information and new events. So go check them out. Nick and Ivy Brewing, 1026 South State Street in, in uh, Lockport. It's going to be an awesome time. They're also on Instagram at Nick and Ivy Brewing. That's N-I-K-A-N-D-I-V-Y Brewing on Instagram. But yeah, they're excellent on social media. Um, so anything they've got going on will be on that page. Uh, but I'm going to make it out there for at least one of those days, uh, mm-hmm. 25th through 27th. I got to figure out my schedule, but we'll be there uh, celebrating with Nick and Ivy. Great sponsors. Uh, really, really proud to have them affiliated with the I'm fat podcast because they make great beer and they're really great people. So um, yeah, couldn't be happier to have them along with us. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for that to get out there. But for now, we are going to head out. So make sure to follow us on all of our social medias at I'm fat pod. I'm fat pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon and Spotify. If you like I'm fat merch.com for all the designs and get them on everything you want, whether it's the coffee cups or the shirts or hoodies or whatever they have sweatshirts. They have all they have like every way you can get one of those logos on anything you could possibly want. Yep. YouTube.com slash I'm fat podcast. Subscribe and like each video even if you're not watching the videos that's okay just like them because we're trying to to juke ye old system get the stats so we can monetize it a little bit and then subscribe unsubscribe resubscribe unsubscribe resubscribe to the regular podcast feed and rate it and leave a five star review as well and the best thing you can do Check out our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So for Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 tacos, 55 pies, 55 cokes, 100 tater tots, 100 pizzas, 100 tenders, 100 meatballs, 100 coffees, 55 wings, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pasta, 55 peppers, and 155 taters.